Welcome into Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 A Ticket and theticketfm.com. Now here are your hosts, Jeff and Nicole Essig. Okay. All right. Oh. <laughs> We're back. I was like looking and waiting for the stream to pop up before I said something. Oh, okay. All right. Welcome back into the Fitness Fanatics. We've been joined by Marilee Fenton, uh, yep. one of our really, really good friends um, that we met at Farrell's in Altoona. Karen um, commented on the stream and told you oh, to be nice. she saw it. I know. I'm telling oh, you. Oh, me? Oh, she told Iowa you. fans are watching. Right. I, I, that's fine. Be nice, You can Karen watch. Said. That doesn't mean I have to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> They're not nice to me. Well, comes that's to Nebraska. True. Yeah, I mean, gee, that's true. Christmas. Of course, now it's like, I'm like, why do you care so much about Nebraska? We're just kind of irrelevant. Like, move on and care about somebody else. Just leave me alone, right? <laughs> anyway, anyway. Okay. So we've been joined by Marilee. Yep. Um This next segment, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna kind of step out. <laughs> Thank of the you picture. for the announcement. <laughs> Public service announcement. And I'm gonna let Nicole and Marilee chat okay all right yeah so gonna be able to do that jeff no he won't. he won't he I'm won't he won't no relax. because i'm gonna pull him in a little bit oh okay too, so, I'll, so I'll only it's talk okay when i'm prompted to jeremy said hi to everybody too on the stream but commenting but uh so we've talked about this before how kind of my you know i was not in sports i was not really athletic in high school at all and so it wasn't until i became an adult that i realized that i was athletic just not competitive so that's when I started really enjoying exercise and fitness and you know I've talked about how when I do races you know I like to say we're completers not competers (laughs) (laughs) and I think um Marilee is part of that club too you know we've worked out together for you know over 10 years and you were the you were always the one that would just show up every single day you know but that's just because because you kind of made it part of your, you know, your social circle is, is, is working out too. So, um, and how that has helped kind of help you during this time now that you're going through, but how did you get, how did you get started with exercise? Did you, were you in sports at all in school back so long ago? No. <laughs> in the eighties. <80s. laughs> In the 70s, no, I was she not, school. She graduated I in the 90s. I was not in any sport. Oh. Okay. Uh, it was not encouraged in my family. Okay. I, we were, we, my mom wanted us to be band geeks, which I was not that. Jeff was a band geek. <laughs> but, so after I graduated from high school, um, my friend and I both enrolled at DMACC. And uh, she was like, well, I'm going to go work out. And I was like, okay, I'll go with you. <laughs> and I thought, if anything, I could entertain her while yes. she was working out. Yeah. So um, her and I kind of went on and off. As we do. Right. Um, <laughs> and then but we really didn't have any help or anything. So we were just kind of winging it at the gym, which I'm sure was entertaining to everybody. But... Um, <laughs> Then, about 20 years ago, I started at Aspen, um, which is a gym here in Des Moines. I don't know if it's still open or not. But anyway, I had a personal trainer, and um, he... Just loved you, I'm sure. We did a lot of work. I worked out with him all the time. And then, um, had a little bit of moments in my life that kind of 
took me out of exercising um, for a couple months, and I went up to see my grandma, and my husband had called me and said, I started Carol's today, and I was like, what? And so I was like, well, I want to start it. And so um, I went on a Wednesday, and Curtis was my instructor, and then I had to do all my testing, and so that was, gosh, I want to say 12 or 13 years ago that I started Carol's. Yeah, 2009, <laughs> 2009, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a while ago. Mm-hmm. And um, Nicole was my coach, and she will tell you that, and any of you that have done thrills or anything new, you whine about everything. And Nicole got to hear my whining incessantly Some... because I didn't want to do this, and, and I didn't want to do stopped. that, and it was Some... too hard, and yeah. I couldn't do left and right and <laughs> everything. So Nicole got to hear me whine all the time. Yeah, some more than others. Yeah, some people whine more than others. But (laughs) I have a rule when it comes to whining, and I just told this to one of our members on Tuesday um, because we were doing 10 minutes of chair sits in my lower body workout, and we were 20 seconds in to the first one, and she was complaining to her friend, (laughs) and I kind of caught her complaining, and I said, this is my rule with complaining. I don't care if you complain as long as you're doing the work while you're complaining. And so you're always, you're always good about that. You'll still do it. You're just going to complain about it the whole time. Yeah. Right. I mean, even when Nicole called me about this, I complained. <laughs> I was like, I'll do it. I'm just going to complain about it. So yes. That's all there. Exactly. You had them do 10 minutes of wall sit. Yeah. But it was like one minute at a time. It wasn't that bad. It was fine. We all like, survived. <laughs> we all made it. It was fine. But yeah, so that's the rule. You can complain, but you still have to do it. You have to do it while you're complaining. I'm a complainer too. That's how I cope with workouts. I have to whine about it. It's okay. I, I the more complaining that I hear, that just means I'm doing a great job. Yeah. Yep. If nobody yeah. complains, then it's not really that difficult of a workout. Right. So uh, all our instructors, we love to hear the complaints. I mean, yeah. people can. It's okay. You know, they give me the finger. I don't. It doesn't matter. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's it's good. So the more you at karaoke. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now, okay. Now we don't want to say the f word out loud on the air, but Marilee, right. you will love this story. You're gonna just crack up now. You'll instantly be bonded. With yes, Mark. with Mark. So, yeah. okay. Now, Mark, Marilee. Well, the first thing I want to say is Marilee had an uncanny. This is I've just never not seen. Talking. Well, I was brought into it. <laughs> Uncanny way of like, because so Marilee coached for us at five a.m. for, I yeah, mean, literally, years. she was like the resident coach, yeah. right? Yep. And she'd have teams that would maybe be like 15, 16, diff- 16 people on mm-hmm. the team. And by the time now, Mark, we used to do the mile run. We don't, we don't really yeah. do anymore. But by the time we would come back from the mile run. Marilee would know every single person's name. She would know as they were finishing the mile sometimes. Like, That's how she, she would say their name when they were finishing their mile yeah. coming across the line. Just, I mean, I've never met anybody like that since. Yeah. Like, it, even, it takes me, you know, I have yeah. to multiple times and look at their picture and then see them before I learn everybody's names. But <laughs> she knew everybody instantly. They'd cross that finish. She'd be like, great job, Mark. And you'd be like, <laughs> She knows who I am. Yeah. You know, so that was just really kind of a cool well, thing. Well, I'm a teacher. Yes, she is a so, teacher. Yeah. So 
Marilee said the F word all the time. <laughs> all the time. And since we've moved to Nebraska. Well, she is a teacher. Well, right. Yeah. She's gotten in trouble <laughs> in the classroom. In, yes. And I've one, told, time, one time. One time you got caught. I've told her this. Yes. I've told her this several times. That when we moved to Nebraska and started, and we took over the, the gyms here in Lincoln, I never heard the F word <laughs> at either gym. Like, and I don't think I've heard it in four years that we've been here. And then when Marilee comes that. to visit, here it yeah. comes, here it comes, here it comes. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway, Mark at the 10 week party, um, Mark just finished up his 10 weeks was amazing. And on the last, the, the last class, um, on Saturday week 10, he came to the fit class and I did a ring of fire workout. Right. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's done the ring of fire. Actually, the, uh, an instructor in Altoona just stole the workout from Dave. I did not create Block. that class. Right. Yeah. Full disclosure. Right. He so stole it from most Dave everything Block. I do. I steal from other instructors. Yeah. So like I'll go take Crystal's class, or I'm like, ooh, I'm just gonna yeah. take this and I'm gonna do it all, all these other times. Yes. So Mark. So had, Marilee's done the ring of fire. Yes. Yeah, so Marilee's done it. So Mark did it, and you know when we got to the end, we're doing the burpee run. Mark would get like two burpees in and you I would do like five three. or six. But anyway, at the party, he sang the ring of fire, good karaoke. And when there were downtimes, he would say, F you, Jeff, <laughs> F you, Jeff, like maybe 15 times, you know, that he said that, but he said yeah. the full word. He didn't just say F he said the full word. So you'd be very well, proud of him. Not. You'd yeah. be very proud of him. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize how much downtime there was in that song there is until a you, you got to fill it with such I'm fun. Sadly, I lyrics. don't remember that portion <laughs> of she the She doesn't night. remember that, that part of the, the party. It. I know. Well, okay. when Jeff sent me the message about doing this, he actually dropped the F-bomb. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. He said the F-word. I was like, wow. I'm he was trying to speak your language. Yeah. <laughs> and it caught her yeah. attention right so all right so yeah anyway so you okay. the other thing that we i really admire about you and i think that why you've been so successful um just being consistent with working out and made it a part of your life is that you you and this is important for anybody starting any type of fitness journey but you will no matter where you are where no matter where you work out because you work out at a different gym now but you immediately immerse yourself into that culture and into those people and um you know whoa Marilee said this is fun actually <laughs> is that a you're right Jeff yeah uh-huh anyway so you will immediately immerse yourself into that you know that's just like being the coaching part where you learn their names all, right away and um you know you get to know the instructors and you'll definitely harass them but you know it doesn't take people very long to be around you to understand that like your intentions are always really good you always want people to bring out the best in them you know by complaining yeah. and stuff like that so um yeah, that talk kind of talk about that and how that's helped you stay consistent with with your workouts because you you always just jump right into stuff and that I think that helps a lot. Well, and I do that now at the gym I'm at. Um, we have one coach who runs the forty five minutes, but I will always walk up to people still to correct the form. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm nice about it. I absolutely promise you, I'm nice about it, but. Um, if somebody's going to get a workout, which I learned 
and Nicole helped with this, and then Don was my other coach also. Oh, yeah. But um, if you're going to get the correct workout, you have to have your good form. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're just not, you're not doing yourself a lick of good by not having the proper form or anything like that. And you're just there doing some motions that aren't necessarily going to help you. Mm-hmm. And so I have always been about, and I, that way, you know, as a teacher also, um, you know, if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. And it will take you a fewer, more, more than 10 times to learn how to get it right. But you got to get it right because otherwise you're going to hurt yourself or you're, go- you're not going to get what you're trying to get out of the program. That sounds so like just, a teacher right there. Absolutely. <laughs> so I just decided to take it upon myself, you know, as a coach or in other classes because I hang out for other classes. I would just go up there and talk to them and say, this is how you need to do this. And I do it at the gym I'm at now. I mean, if they're not kicking the bag correctly or they're not turning their foot like they should and stuff like that, I'm like, you're going to hurt your knee. You're going to blow your knee out. Or if you don't do your hooks correctly. Um, one of the people that's listening right now had the pleasure of getting shoulder surgery because they're doing their hooks correctly. They didn't listen and to so you. It's important that you're really watching that stuff to get what you want out of your program. I think that person gets to start working out again tomorrow. Are you talking about Bubba? Not Bubba. It's oh. Jeremy. Oh, okay. Jeremy too. <laughs> oh. I thought Jeremy Maybe it was Bubba, but I thought it was Jeremy. Oh, Bubba had shoulders. Shoulder, shoulder, I can't say that word. Shoulder? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and then now Betsy is word? listening, and when I went up to help her one. Yeah, sometimes it backfires. I was going to lose my life yeah, because it's... she looked at me like, why are you talking to me right now? But I wanted to make sure she was doing it correctly. Yeah, sometimes and it's not appreciated. So we're friends now. But she didn't want to look at me like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Betsy. Okay. Yeah. So Betsy, now why Betsy's listening, <laughs> Betsy yes. would always, she, I think she complained more in the workout than Marilee did. I think so too. All the time. <laughs> I think so too. It didn't matter what exercise we were doing, but she her, would complain. Yeah, I think and so then too. when she would instruct, she said she always did it correctly. said a word about <laughs> complaining about her class she would shut them down in two <laughs> seconds but then yeah. when she was taking the class oh it was just 45 minutes non-stop <laughs> that visual complained. and verbal like yeah <laughs> yes yeah. visual and verbal yes yes okay back back to you Mary. anyway yeah I just had to throw that right in. yeah but um you know how being that um that's just your personality though. And I think that's why, you know, you aren't afraid to like put yourself out there. And I think that's what has helped kind of get you into this kind of routine. And now this is something that, you know, is a part of your, your everyday life and you're still doing, you know, what you can and stuff. And I know that is definitely inspirational to people, but. I kind of, I mean, my dad, I lost my dad 20 years ago and it was kind of like the thought of, if you have something to say, you need to say it. Mm-hmm. And I did have to learn how to use tact because I went through a period in my life where I was not tactful, <laughs> which was before I joined 
sure. Uh, I was going to say, I don't ever remember anyway, that. Uh, <laughs> I absolutely promise this. Sometimes I say stuff and people look at me wrong, but um, it's just very important that you are doing things. And I always, I finally, when my dad passed away, I was like, if I don't say what I think or feel in a situation, then there's a moment lost. Yeah. And so that's why when I would coach, I would walk up to whoever, Betsy, whoever it was, and just say, this is how you should do this so that you're doing it correctly. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise they're losing that moment. Yep. And it helps you too. You know, it helps keep you accountable because you know, you're the, you're the example also. So I think that that is helpful too, is that kind of immersing yourself into the, the culture of whatever you're doing. Because you yeah. could you could have started ferals and you could have just shown up every day and you know we have people that do this and not everyone has to be as extroverted as you are um, to be successful in the program but you know you could come to class and you could not say anything to anybody and you could just come to your workout and leave but you're missing a big part of that now unless Mary Lee was your coach because I don't know if she'd really let you leave without talking to her but. Uh, somehow but uh you know that's that's why it's important because you know now especially that you are an inspiration to so many people in the gym too so when you show up I think people probably work a little bit harder when you're in that class right now and if you hadn't made those connections with people then it would it, it would be a completely different experience for everybody in the room so it's important to to be you know, that inspiration to people, you, you never know who you're inspiring as they say, you know, so I think you've done a really good job of that. Well, and I got diagnosed in April and, uh, so I was doing the radiation and I was going to class. Um, and then the radiation ended. And so then I went to chemo and, uh, so my friend Janet picked me every day to take me to class because I'm not allowed to drive at this moment. But I'm actually doing two classes again. Um, I'm not doing them as intensely as I used to, but I do uh, two classes um, as long as it's not the day after chemo. I take that day off. But even the day that I have chemo, I do two classes and then and I um, do them and I'm, I still do them, but not nearly as intensely as I used to do. Well, sure. I can't. Body right. won't let me. Yeah. Well, and you definitely need to listen to your body and not do push yourself too much. Which reminds me, you have uh, your last chemo treatment on Wednesday. Are you hydrating? You're supposed yes, to. You're supposed. <laughs> you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be hydrating. We talked about that. So make sure you're drinking lots of water for that last treatment. That's I got two right here. Okay. <laughs> so Just yes, I'm sure. starting today my hydration so that hopefully they can find a vein a lot easier yep. this time than last. Well, and I was also gonna I was gonna talk about this before we before you came on, but um I think that I talk about willful suffering a lot or I think about it a lot in myself. Um 
And I think, you know, we, that's what working out is. It's willful suffering. You're putting yourself through, like when you walk through the door of any program, any gym or anything that you're getting ready to do, you know, you're probably not going to have the best time. Like you're going to, if you're working hard, it's not easy. And so I think, and maybe you would agree, like, do you think that the, the workouts that you've done, the things that we've done in the last, you know, 12, 13 years, do you think that's put you in a better head space mentally to kind of deal with this stuff now? You know, the, yeah. the real, the real life, you know, heavy stuff that's going on. Do you think that that's kind of helped you? As it's that stuff of, I don't want to do this today, but I need to get up and go do it. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to. I, and those of you that are thinking about the 10 weeks or you've done the 10 weeks. Yeah. I, I work out all the time. And everybody says I'm nuts, but I can lay in bed and I sit there and I will talk to myself about, I, sh- I don't want to go today. But then I'm like, I know what this will do to my day if I don't do it. Mm-hmm. So I have to do it. And, and it's with this stuff now that I'm dealing with also is, yeah, I don't want to get up and deal with it, but I'm going to deal with it as best I can in that moment of the day. Yeah. I had a lot of support, which is good. Um, but everything in your life, you don't want to do everything. And, and you talk to yourself and I have a friend who comes to 5am and she will sit there and lay in bed and talk herself out of it. Mm -hmm. And we're like, no, get up and come to class with us. (laughs) Yeah. So she, she's much better at coming to class now than she was for a while. And she's going through some major struggles right now, too. And so it's really good that she is there so that she is doing something other than dwelling on the negatives of what she doesn't want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's that whole, you know, if you can if you can willingly do something that you know is going to be hard and challenging, then it makes dealing with the the things that life throws at you a little bit easier because you're used to conquering difficult things. You're used to doing hard things. And I think that is where it kind of gets lost sometimes on people. And even you talking about you're laying in bed, see the difference between someone who stays in bed and someone who gets out of bed is you finished that sentence. Like so many people are just like, Oh, I don't want to go. I'm just going to hit snooze. And that's the, that period. That's the end of the sentence. But you finish that sentence with, but I, I'm going to go because I know that I'm you know going to feel better. So I think that might be a mindset shift for people. If you're struggling with that consistency, you're just, you're just, fin- you just need to finish the sentence. You're, you know, but I'm going to do it anyway. And you go. And did we lose her? No, well, oh, you didn't okay. lose me, but you lost my, sc- my stream. Did your, did your computer, is it my gone? My computer died. Okay. All right. That's good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you're still here though. But, um, yeah. So I think that that is something that people can learn from, from this and from what you're going through right now that you, and like you said, you, you, you know, you're going to have to do way worse things in, you know, the coming days and weeks than just getting up to come to, to do a workout. And so you, you've, you just finished that sentence. You just need to finish the sentence. And you also need, we need to think about, cause you, people think that you're nuts. Well, one of my favorite quotes and favorite shirts <laughs> that I have is the better crazy than lazy shirt. <laughs> 
<laughs> that yes. is you right now. <laughs> that is definitely you. That's all right. You can call me crazy, you know. <laughs> so. Oh, no, I know people think I'm nuts, but if I don't keep that consistency in my life, then the amount of downtime that I have to have right now, I can't handle. Yeah. I have to have a reason that I did something that day. Mm-hmm. And, and for those of you that are thinking about doing ferals, the coaches know how to modify everything so that you can do a workout and not, um, like fail it, you can't fail a workout at peril. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can die from exhaustion and you can want to punch Jeff in the face <laughs> multiple times, but it, you know, we're going to modify it so that you can do it. And that's what I, and that's one of the huge things that I took is I know how to modify things so that I can do them because I can't do everything anymore. And then a huge thing about my cancer, too, is I've lost my um, appetite. Mm-hmm. And so I have to, I go back to what I learned about eating. And so I make sure I eat, even though I don't want to, but I eat according to what I was taught when I was at Harold's because um, that otherwise I'm going to lose too much weight and then I get in trouble with the doctors and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. there's a lot to be taken away from doing even your 10 weeks. If you don't go back after 10, there's a lot to take away from it. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I think we have to take another break. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. We'll take one more break or another break here and then we'll, we'll be back with you and we'll t- maybe we'll talk about that a little bit more. 